It's another Sunday night watching the superstars fight. You know it's what we love to do. Talking about NXT or WWE, and we can't forget about AEW. Viewers' choice on the North South Coast. Viewers' choice on the North South Coast. Viewers' choice on the North South Connection. North South Connection podcast listening audience, welcome back to another fantastic, terrific edition of Viewer's Choice. I'm Tim, always joined by the co-host of WWE War here on the No So. Marcus, Marcus, how the H are you, man? Uh, I'm good, man. I almost feel like I wrestled for 75 minutes, uh, but we're here, and we're here to talk about AEW Revolution. You're the 75-minute man? 75-minute man, some might say. Okay. Um, oh. But yeah, man, here to talk about Revolution. Uh, we watched it together, of course. and uh, Which is the best way for us to do it. Absolutely. Like, if I could prefer to do live watches together as opposed to, like, remote mm-hmm. and then getting together. Like, the audio quality, absolutely better Correct. when we're remote. Yeah. But the camaraderie, the look in your eyes, the, the smell of your skin, it's just different. The skin has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but no. either way. Uh, AEW Revolution is AEW's premier event of 2023, mm-hmm. uh, live from the Chase Arena. S- Chase Center. Chase Center in beautiful San Francisco, California. I hear it's beautiful in San Francisco this time of year. Uh, with all the uh, the lovely uh, attractions and windy roads going downhill that's always there any time of the year. But there's some wrestling on tap. And overall, a decent card, a decent show. Um, but what we're here to do, if this is your first time here, your first time in a long time, we're here to tell you what's must-watch, what's must-skip, and who the MVP of the evening was. And before we start anything off, Marcus, can you give us the spoiler-free version of the card from tippity-top to biggity-bottom? Absolutely. So starting us off on the buy-in was Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers taking on uh, Davari and the Varsity Athletes. And that is, of course, uh, Ari Davari. Excuse me. Um, then on the, the show proper, we start off with Chris Jericho taking on Ricky Stocks. Absolute. And then we've got Jungle Boy Jack Perry taking on Christian Cage, my personal hero. Fair final burial match. We then have for the AEW World Trios titles, the elite of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks taking on the House of Black. Jamie Hayter then defends the AEW Women's World Championship taking on Soraya and Ruby Soho. Adam Page takes on John Moxley in a Texas Death match. Texas Death. Texas Death. Uh, for the AEW TNT Championship, the ROH Television Champion Samoa Joe defends against the Wardlow. In a four-way tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Titles, the Guns defend against the Acclaimed, Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, and Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. And in our main event, in a 60-minute Ironman match for the AEW World Championship, Brian Danielson challenges the champion, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I'm Jeff. Okay. So, I don't want to belabor the point. I need to get there post-haste. I need to ask you, as you are donning your roots of fight 
This Roots of Fight. The Roots of Fight, Mr. Roots, Hitman Roots hoodie. of Fight, Mr. Hitman hoodie. Of course. Tis the season. Tis the season. It is, it is Iron Man match season. And it's also sudden death season. Mm. Um, did you have PTSD um, by proxy of this match going into sudden death? Why are you making that face at me? Um <laughs> Are you having PTSD moments of a Iron Man match ending in a draw, and then naturally going into a sudden death overtime round to determine a, a winner in said Iron Man match? Well, it's different because in the first Iron Man match that we're talking about, I wanted the champion to retain. But besides the besides the fact of who won or who lost. Just the fact of seeing, seeing the Iron Man match come to um, its original time limits and then having the sudden death stipulation be enacted upon mm-hmm. afterwards, did that take you back to a time and place where you were like, ah? I think it's a bunch of bullsy that we've been having... Iron Man matches for daggone 25, 30 years or however long now and we act like sudden death uh, is like the secret. Like, it shouldn't it just be in the rules at the beginning that like hey, if we get to 60 minutes and there's a tie, we're going to sudden death overtime. It'd be like, if there is a football game and it's a Super Bowl and it's a tie score and then Gorilla Monsoon comes out and he's like, hold on now, we can't have the Super Bowl end in a tie. Oh jeez, Jess. <laughs> Have the Super Bowl end in a tie. There must be a winner. Like, well, what? We never heard of this before. Like, no, obviously we've all heard of this before. So, like, should it just be in the rules? I don't know, man. I'm just old and I'm, I'm an old man. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm out of line. Y'all, let me know. Am I out of line? I don't know. I think it's time for a new twist, a new a new plot twist at the end of Iron Man matches when we get to when we get to a tie. Like, maybe that's just the end of the match. I don't like, think that's a good twist. Like, it's supposed to be. Best twist? No twist. Okay, that's what Fuji. I say. Okay, Fuji. How about this? How about if the wrestlers wrestle to a draw in 60 minutes, you immediately stop what you're doing and reset the clock, and you go 60 again? I've seen that happen on an indie show. They really did that? It's happened on an indie show. And that's horrible. No. That's a horrible idea. Yeah, yes. In thought and execution. <laughs> Yeah. I think the only person you could probably do was the person in this match, and I'm not talking about Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yeah. I'm talking about Brian Danielson. Yeah. I, I just, I guess it's, I don't know if it's semantics or it's it's just literal, literal word uh, wordplay. You can't restart a match where the main stipulation of the match is that it's 60 minutes or 30 minutes, and then say we're restarting the match, but the main rule of the match is gone. Then it's not the same match. Just make a new match and be like, hey, that match ended. It's a draw. But hold on a second, player. <laughs> We're going to have a new match. One fall to a finish. Go. No, nah, man, I think it's real. I, th- I like it. Because, <laughs> like, the rules of football change, technically. They change the overtime rules, yeah. But even then, the rules of overtime don't necessarily play out to football. I don't know, man. I just don't like that the... I don't know. 
first touchdown is actually the score. But wait, if you kick a field goal, then the other team gets a chance to score. But if they kick a field goal, then it goes back to the original team. But if they score a touchdown, it's over. And Well, the rules change depending on who has a chance to beat Patrick Mahomes or not. That's how the rules change. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha. Which is, is factual because when the Chiefs needed the rules to change, they said, nah, not going to happen. But then it happens to the Bills against Patrick Mahomes. And they're like, oh, hold on. Let's change the rules. Hmm. And it's still not good enough. Okay, but in any event, I just wanted to poke the bear a little bit, and then I then I realized I shouldn't have poked the bear. I'll bite you. Um, so, what is your first must-watch or must-skip moment match of the evening? Uh, my must-watch match of the evening, it is also going to be my dude's rock match of the evening, and that is... Samoa Joe Wardlow. No, I, not that I, one. Oh, man. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Texas Death. Oh, yeah. This John is Moxley, Hangman Page. I feel like I was leading the witness a bit because going into this, uh, I told Mr. Tim, this is going to be my match of the night. This is my personal main event. And it over-delivered. <laughs> it sure did. Like, this was, this does absolutely exactly what we wanted. Uh, Hangman Page getting, like, the full formal new theme. He's had it for a couple of weeks now, but... I think it's Ghost Riders in the Sky. I think right. I think that's right. Um, I'm not a countryman. I'm not a countryman. Uh, one of you countrymen, can you let us know? Uh, to, uh, North South Connection Pod at Gmail dot com. Uh, let us know. They'll do the powers that be. Will let us know. Russo and Ferrara will send us the message and we'll get it. Yeah. Um, but this match was awesome. Uh, great use of weaponry. Great color. Uh, it's violent, which is what Texas Death should be. Um, they, everybody came to work. What if I told you that there was a match that used a brick? Multiple times. And at no point... Did the brick break? Not only did it not break, but at no point was it corny. Like, at no point did I go, ah, oh, that's fake. Right. Like, at no point did I go, okay, that's over the top. Well, I think part of that is because John Moxley is a madman. <laughs> and you know that if Mox is pulling out bricks, one, those are shooting bricks. And two, there ain't nothing phony coming. Like, they, these are full speed bricks. And to Hangman Page's credit, I don't think Hangman, Hangman Page will start the crazy, but he'll bring it. But he will match the crazy. If somebody brings, like, he doesn't typically go for bean dip. But if somebody brings bean dip to the party, he is crushing half your bean dip. Exactly. Like, just, I don't do it all the time, but, you know, I just do a little, I just do yeah. a little coke. Um, <laughs> and so. Yeah, this match rocked, man. Um, big shout out to Seth freaking Rollins. With the stomp on the st- on the on the brick, and one of the greatest celebrations I've ever seen, <laughs> with Mox down on his knees, just doing the one hand fist pump, like yeah, <laughs> it's like a celebration you see on American Gladiators. I need some gifs of that. Someone <laughs> like that's my new affirmation gif yeah. of just hang bloody Mox, just like full sending it on the ground. Um, it is amazing to me. That in the world we live in in 2023, the shield is like the the th- the holy trinity of U.S. wrestling right now. Yeah, uh, we talked about it. 
Roman Reigns has become the star, the attraction in professional wrestling today. He's it. Um, Seth Rollins has become the go-to guy in WWE. And John Moxley for AEW is both. Correct. Correct. 100%. But his match was awesome. Um, who'd have thought the hangman would win by hanging somebody? Again, that's probably the most realistic I've seen that spot look since, like, Memphis. Because I think <laughs> the way Mox did the chain around his head, like, he purposely made, like, a slipknot, I think. And, like, made one, like... Made the chain that got pulled be the one chain that loose that tightens up. So like that chain came for him when it got pulled. Maddening. It was awesome. Yeah, this it was match, sick. Uh, go out of your way to catch this one. Um, all too many times when you have when you have that kind of plunder, it's okay. That was that really necessary or oh all right that's not believable. Everything in this match was believable. I mean, MJ or not MJF. I don't know why I have MJF on the brain. We just watched him for like two hours. 97 minutes. Um, Hangman's been in some really corny, gimmicky matches. I mean, he was in that Cracker Barrel match with Joey Janela at like the very, very first AEW show. The Cracker Barrel Brawl. Did they put him in that? It was Hangman Adam Page. And oh, Joey oh, on, Janela. On, on the um, yeah, yeah, the okay. all in, uh, all in. I'm thinking of the the one that was the triple threat on AEW. No, okay, yeah, yeah. You're and right. then of course Mox with uh, Omega in that first lights out match, yeah. and then even to a certain extent the barbed wire everywhere match. Yeah, like yeah, those two yeah. didn't hit for me. Yeah, um, it's kind of crazy. This was awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm going to double down on a must-watch. Okay. Marcus, I may need you to take my temperature. Okay. I might be hallucinating or having some sort of fever dream. But I would say the main event of Brian Danielson and Maxwell Jacob Friedman is must-watch. It, it might be recency bias... You dehydrated. You need to drink this Gatorade. You're hallucinating. <laughs> okay. You're seeing things. Hold on. I got to take a swig right hold now. Hold on. Here we go. Just take a swig right now. Yeah, right down the gullet right there. Big nah, man. Swig. I'm still there. I was entertained for the duration of a 60-minute Iron Man match. That is tough to say, considering that the only times I've ever been considerably excited about an Iron Man match involved God and Jesus in Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle. Okay. Mm. I think the pacing was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think the story they told, while very simple, was executed well. Mm-hmm. I believe Danielson in his spots of being the, like, Overcoming babyface, and there I also believed the moments of MJF being the smarmy heel trying to do everything in his power to win. Now, by all means, I am not including the the sudden death portion mm-hmm. because there were glimpses of the sudden death that I liked, but I don't. I get it. MJF is the bad guy. He's supposed to not, like, win straight up. 
But I hate the fact that he somehow seemingly always... He's like, what if Wile E. Coyote always caught the Roadrunner? Like, I don't care then. Sometimes the Wile E. Coyote's got to get stopped. Like, he can't catch him. And it feels like MJF always has the answer. And even when he doesn't have the answer, he just shows up the next night and calls his boss an effing Mark and then goes away. Not only does he always have the answer, he always has the anvil. I'm not right. talking about Jim Hart, Jim Neidhart. Right, that's what I mean. That's like that's the yeah. point. It's like he always finds the trick. He's got oh, he doesn't have one ring. He's got two rings. Where he's the, got the belt, but no, he's actually got the oxygen tank or something like. Yeah. So everything I said about <laughs> the previous match I talked about being super real and completely believable. The finish to the Iron Man match, the sudden death portion. The complete opposite. Agreed. That's how I feel. But the 60-minute portions, like the match. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the, the, the match proper, just the 60-minute part. Yes. Um, like, Iron Man matches are not for me. Like, they're, okay. they're typically not. Mm-hmm. This match had me entertained for the majority of the 60 minutes. I don't know if that was because I was talking with you and I was passing the time a little bit more mm-hmm. or if the match was actually enjoyable, but I'm going to give the match the benefit of the doubt. I think the first 25 was a tough stretch because we were like, oh, it's still 25 minutes. Felt like it was at 25 minutes 10 minutes ago. Right. But also, too, like that was MJF doing a bunch of MJF stuff, a lot of like time killing, going outside, talking at... Dave Meltzer through the camera, mm-hmm. and like not a lot of contact. Yeah. And then when we started getting hitting, boy, like there's a good 37 minutes of the match that are like dynamite, like solid, solid, solid stuff. And I would say, like to almost make me forget that I don't like MJF. And to counter that, I would say. Then just give me a really good 40-minute match. They don't make 40-minute Iron Man matches. I didn't need the Iron Man portion. I I mean, I didn't either, but they gave it to me, so I took it. Uh, Where I'm at with this match, if you're a Brian Danielson guy, this match is a must-watch. This was a tremendous display of exactly what he can do, getting somebody above their head, uh, underwater, um, getting them through this match. If you're an MJF guy, this match is a must-watch. Because in a sink or swim situation, he swam. He swam pretty daggone good. I am neither. And that's no disrespect to Mr. Danielson, tremendous professional wrestler, one of the greatest of all time. Just not my guy, that's all. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's a bad match. I'm not even mad about the 60-minute portion. 40 minutes of it was really good. Right. But at the same time, almost an equal amount of time was must-skip for me. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, it was really good. Uh, I would say it's a push. I know really don't do pushes here, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to co-sign on it being a must-watch. But if you're a Danielson guy, if you're an MJF guy, 
I would say absolutely go out of your way to watch this. Well, here's something I think we could probably co-sign on. Must skip Samoa Joe Wardlow. They did not set these gentlemen up for success, in my opinion. They did not. and But also, too, like, I would expect a modicum of, like... Something to be watchable for. It's two big powerhouses mm-hmm. going after each other. Um, and instead, they kind of drag their feet and maybe tacked on a couple extra minutes to the match that probably didn't need to be there. Yeah, I believe this match went 10 minutes. And that is about three minutes too long. Real quick. Um, this match went. Yeah, 1040. Um, Should have went 540. Oh uh, yeah, I mean I was gonna I was gonna be generous like, and be like seven forty. This ma- the, the card needed um, uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Yes. Didn't I? I didn't need to see it for ten minutes. Um, right. I with this match. Spoiler alert! I hope Samoa Joe goes away to ROH Land. Right. Um, I hope that on Dynamite. Hobbs is the new TNT champion. I hope so. I would really like if somebody just had Wardlow's number and that person to be Hobbs, eventually setting them up. Uh, almost like a rude warrior situation. Where eventually, if Wardlow becomes AW World Champion, you have a ready-made challenger. It's right. the guy who has his number. Right. Um, the best part of this match was when they showed Hobbs. Mm-hmm. And... That's not necessarily a detriment to the match. I think it's something really special is happening mm-hmm. with Hobbs. I think these reactions are not just because he's in his hometown, because I don't think he gets enough TV time to get the, oh, this is the hometown guy kind of pop. Right. The dude's a special talent. Right. And I know they're going to drop the ball on him, and it's going to crush my soul. Um... I hope that they don't, though, because Hobbs is a special talent. Um, he is everything that you want in a heavyweight in the year 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got charisma for days. He's got an excellent look. Uh, the in-ring is absolutely there. And I would love to see him getting getting some more TV time and becoming a bigger star of Dynamite and Rampage moving forward. Um, you said that was a must-skip. Um, I'm going to co-sign on that must-skip, of course, and I'm going to throw a must-watch to counter you. Uh-huh. And that goes to the final burial match okay. of Jungle Boy Jack Perry taking uh-huh. on my AEW World Champion, Christian Cage. And this automatically was a, a must-watch, not just when that countdown and that familiar music hit, brother, but when Christian Cage... Had the swag to come out in a cut-off turtleneck. You know that's the way to my heart. Yeah. Anybody in a cut-off turtleneck? Certified BA. Wrestling in a shirt, five stars. He looked. He looked awesome. Good. Um. Yeah, Christian's looking good. Another tough, gritty match for Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I hope that this was. Again, we talked about it um, while watching it. Even though he, it would have been easier with him losing the match, I think this is a great way in the final burial match and the stipulation to start getting away from the Jungle Boy moniker and getting him 
to Jack Perry. Right. Especially since we need a new babyface challenger for MJF moving forward. And we have a bit of time between now and the next pay-per-view. Jungle Boy is a guy that you can either do a build and do some storytelling to stretch out to the next pay-per-view and get him hot enough to be a believable challenger. Right. Or you can build up to a really big dynamite in the middle of this pay-per-view dry spell um, and do a pretty good number, I think, and and uh, do some good business there. So uh, looking forward to whatever is next for Christian. Um, that's going to be really interesting. I think there's a lot of ways that they can go with him, uh, whether they go the managerial route again with him like recruiting somebody and uh, poisoning some young minds. Um, again, we have a TNT champion that might need some challengers if he plows through Hobbs, which is possible on Dynamite. Please don't. Please don't. Um, but we'll s I mean, Christian Cage versus Ricky Stocks. That seems like that would be pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Whatever Christian's gonna do next, I'm down for. I'm here for that. I, I co-sign that as well. I co-sign that match as being must-watch. Um, is there another must-skip? I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, looking through things. Um, probably the triple threat. See, I don't think so. I think the post-match stuff is must-skip. I think the match itself was serviceable. Yeah, everything was okay. You know, to steal a gimmick, it's replacement level. Yeah. Um, Soraya didn't absolutely suck, which made her bro which which didn't break the match. Um, the after-match stuff. Oh boy, you if you love your foreshadowing in matches, this gave it to you. Yeah, and at no point was it, um, yeah, I don't know. The post-match stuff does nothing for the person who made the most motion in the post-match stuff. Unless there is a dramatic shift, again, coming out of ramp, uh, coming into Dynamite, which I'll give AW a lot of credit for this. More times than not, they really nail their first Dynamite after a pay-per-view. Right. And do, like, they do an excellent job at wrapping up what happened at the pay-per-view, but also setting a clear path forward. Right. Going um, going into the next pay-per-view. Correct. So it is possible that they transition this into Ruby's group pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But with my New York Yankees, uh, it's kind of like you're paying a 37-year-old or 38-year-old Josh Donaldson $25 million dollars. He's going to play third base every day, whether you want to or not. It's kind of that way with Soraya. Mm -hmm. That is a big name. She's had the movie, Fighting With My Family. Tremendous uh, breakdown of that over on At Odds With Wrestling, over on the Soon To Be Name Network. Uh, she's going to get a lot of TV play. She is. Um... But I'm, I'm, I guess if there's anything I'm curious about from the end of this is what will be the return salvo? Mm. Like, who is going to be Jamie and Britt's third? Right. Um, like, I'd love to say Willow, but it seems like Willow's being transitioned over to Ring of Honor. Which I'm fine with. So, yeah, there's some room for a third. Um, and it doesn't have to be a debut. It could be somebody who's on the roster already. 
Right. And it doesn't have to be a return. I think there's a big return that's going to be coming uh, in the women's division uh, trademark. Right. Um, and I think that's better left for the, the other women's champion who was not on the show tonight, Jade Cargill. Hmm. Big question mark. Mm-hmm. But um, that's, that's kind of where Sleeping Dog lies. The rest of the stuff, I mean, I think the card as a whole, I think the card was really good. Um, I was very pleased to know that we finished the pay-per-view with 10 minutes to go in Sunday. Uh, very wonderful me- for me because I have jury duty tomorrow morning. Um, so uh, it's, it's rather nice. I mean, I do have a little bit of a drive to get home, but also it's not like I'm going to be home at... 30 I'm gonna be home at like a decent enough hour depending on how fast I get this turned around and sent out um is there anything we're missing must watch must skip wise for the um, card I gotta give a special shout out to the four corner tag match I thought it over delivered and to be able to see uh Jeff Jarrett and Orange Cassidy in the same ring on pay-per-view <laughs> was a dream come true yeah and I'm, I really think they're we're gonna see that match on Dynamite pretty soon missed opportunity for commentary to say Orange is the new black yeah um but didn't happen um but also too uh if the guns keep these titles for a while um it is going to be because their finisher is getting them over that 310 to Yuma elevated uh, flatliner is the business. That thing is nice. They get it just right. It's perfect. Don't touch it. Um, I'm surprised the gun's retained, but still, um, now I'm very curious to see what happens now with the return of the FTRs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, FTR hair and FTR bald. So, curious to see where that goes. Who knows if this is the last hurrah. Or if they're back or whatever, however you do it. However you slice it or dice it. Um, but um, I think that covers everything for us. Uh, MVP of the show? MVP. <sighs> I'm going to go with Hangman Adam Page. Mm. That's my MVP. Wins Texas Death. He puts the nail in the coffin of John Moxley. You talk about Jungle Boy being next in line for MJF. Hangman Adam Page. He's got a nice line. That's true, too. Now, former champion. I don't think we've had MJF and Hangman against one another. I don't think MJF and Hangman... Was MJF a challenger for Hangman during his title run? No, he was for Moxley. Right. I know he was for Mox, because obviously he took the title from him. Um, But I'm curious to see Hangman getting back into that title hunt, being the aggressor moving forward. Also, too, you have to take a look. Adam Cole will be making his way back into AEW fairly soon. Um, He's going to be someone who's going to be in that title picture, in that hunt very soon. Um, who is your MVP for Revolution? I'm going to go the opposite side of the coin and go John Moxley. Fair um, enough. I was going to go Hangman Page, but uh, um, for the sake of conversation, I'm going to give it to Moxley. We all know that he's been uh, <laughs> the, the, the ongoing joke of him on this uh, never-ending quest to just finally go on, on vacation. 
Yeah, he's fighting for his uh, fighting for vacation. Talk about somebody who's set everything up to finally leave multiple times. Um, I think he's now with that performance. If not for full time, he's kind of passed that torch on to Hangman Adam Page as like the resident tough guy mm-hmm. to hold things down while hopefully he takes a little bit of a break. Right. Um, and then we come back, man. Like they could team. They could pick up again. Like, who knows? Um, you know, hopefully, I'd like to see them stay away from each other and not go right back to a feud. But right. that tension's always going to be there uh, with how brutal this feud was. And again, it's just... It, it, this feud, uh, I want to give it a shout-out. And, like, again, represent it here. It it gives me everything. It's not just the blood. It's, like, the contact. It's the, the simpleness of the rivalry. Um, and taking, uh, taking a, you know, legit accent and... You know, not to be um, hyperbolic, but like a tragedy with you know Paige getting knocked out and making the most of it and right. getting us to the pay per view for sure. So uh, yeah, awesome on those dudes, and uh, I really really enjoyed this feud, and it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a feud of the year contender for me. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a really strong showing uh, to kick off the year. We've got plenty of AEW left in the tank because we got Double or Nothing coming around, and then if we have Forbidden Door two, and then we've got uh, All Out, and then we'll have um, Full Gear at the end of the year. So full slate ahead of us. Full slate ahead of us, but we can't look too far forward because the next time we're going to be behind the microphone talking to you is going to be WrestleMania, April first, April second, as we've done before. We will reserve our viewers' choice for the conclusion of night two. Correct. So we'll give you a jumbo-sized WrestleMania recap on Sunday the 2nd. Mm -hmm. So don't look for anything on the 1st. But there will be stuff from us in between time uh, individually on our YouTube. YouTube, uh, YouTube YouTube.com at... No, no so podcast network um, you can find the link for it on northsouthconnection.com but uh, this Tuesday coming up on YouTube I will have a tier listing video that's right that drops uh, outlining the Wrestlemania matches of The Undertaker and then later on this month as well you'll be busting out uh, the, the your love and affection for the WrestleMania matches of Mr. Hitman, Bret Hart. That's right. Guess I gotta do it now. Yep, I put put your hold your feet to it. Unless you wanna unless you wanna call me a liar. Can't be and a coward. Can't be a coward. Don't be a coward. I know. I'll I'll hold your hand. We'll make it through. But um, if you enjoy um, the things we do here, check us out over on our other podcast, Off Network. Um, on the soon to be named network, it's Final Wrestling Place. Marcus and I take the nouns of professional wrestling and assign them arbitrary red points and green points, put them in the good place or the bad place. Haven't really been doing arbitrary red points and green points lately. <laughs> um, it's kind of one of those things that's just stuck in my head, but we have been putting putting things in the good place and the bad place. And for the month of March, it's sign-pointing season. We're doing WrestleMania moments. So do us a favor, check that out over at TNM Shows or find Final Wrestling Place on your podcatcher of choice. Um, it's available anywhere that you listen to your podcast. So if you're listening to this on a podcatcher, you can listen to it there or at soon-to-be-named-network.com. Um, also, draft day. 
coming up very soon, um, an upcoming draft day episode of No Holds Barred will feature me again as the draft czar. Mm-hmm. And I believe my good close personal friend Marcus will be a part of an upcoming WrestleMania draft. Uh, I don't want to give away what exactly it is we're covering, but that is going to be fun. You can catch that on Podcatchers of Choice as well as on the YouTube when it comes out. If you want to follow us on social media, you absolutely can. At Not the Toolman for me, at the Wrestling Speakeasy for Marcus, if you know, you know. At TNM Shows on Twitter is for us, for Final Wrestling Place, for Viewer's Choice, for WWE War, for 3CT, for No Holds Barred Draft Day. Uh, anything and everything that's Marcus or I touching uh, is on there. There's a link. There's a link to our link tree on that as well, just in case you need to find something somewhere. Um, with that, we'll see you back here. WrestleMania Sunday. And just remember, whatever we say, whether we tell you what's must watch or must skip, the fact still remains. The choice is yours.